Everybody, welcome to the Ram and Shoe Podcast. Hey, man, we're going to jump straight into it today. I'm in here with my best friend and the world, my buddy, uh, Willie Abro, man. 22 years strong of being my best friend, godfather to my son. Um, just recently retired from the uh, United States Navy uh, as a senior chief petty officer. Awesome career, awesome father, awesome husband. Hey, man, you know, me, me and Will like to sit around and talk about, like, life and everything that, you know, as is to come with it. Literally everything from fatherhood, manhood, marriage, uh, things that will make you really think twice before you make certain moves on certain things. So with that being said, Will, how's everything going tonight, man? Man, you know, things going good. Things can always be worse. You're right. You know, going through life, life is, is always about ups and downs, you know, and, and right now with the country and everything going on, you know, I think we, you know, we've been down a little bit. It's kind of trying to come up. It's going back down a little more. But, I mean, it's going to work out, but that's the life cycle. That's just how life works. Okay. Everything's not going to be perfect. Absolutely. So, absolutely. You know, man. so when you ask me how things are going, things are going as good or as bad as I let it get to me. Ooh, wow. Bar. That's a bar. Wow. Man, I hope everybody heard that, man. Uh, you know, we're sitting around here today. We just kind of want to reach out and just have a, a candid conversation. We was uh, talking earlier. And we spoke on something that I never really thought about in the light that he just shined on it. And uh, he came out and he said to me, he said, man, sometimes people treat conflict as if they as if they are caring. Um, and I don't think I, I mean, exactly like what like what kind of words you put it in? Yeah. So, so we were talking about relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's women and men. Right. And if they grow up in an environment, a toxic environment where they see their parents with a loved one or a significant other and they have conflict. But you notice the aggressor is telling the victim, say, hey, look what you made me do. Mm. You know, I bust the car out your window. You know, I put hands on you. You made me do that. You know how much I care about you. You know? Mm. You know I didn't like that you did this or did that. Why did you why did you make me angry? Wow. You know what I'm saying? So the kids grow up thinking that these type of passive aggressive reactions is caring. You're showing the person, I care about you that much. Don't turn me green. Mm. Don't turn don't don't pull out the worst in me to show you that I care about you. Wow. And that's toxic. Wow. And they grow up with that. And they're taking it on to their next relationships, and their kids are going to take that on as well. Yeah, and it's steep. subconscious. Steve, uh, a good friend of mine, you know, spoke to me one time. He was like, hey, well, you know, coming up in a black household, were you really weren't allowed to express yourself. Or you weren't really allowed to say what it is that you really want to say because it's either one or two things going to happen. Either you was getting knocked out. Or you was getting knocked out. I mean, period. And that's just the way it <laughs> was. Out. That's just the way it was, man. Coming up, you know, we we came up to where uh, we weren't really allowed to have an opinion about some things or feelings about certain things because it was put out like, hey, man, you don't pay no bills around here. You know, you. I mean, like, like what? Are, like, what are you bringing to the household? And that wasn't like it being said out loud. The the uh, the backhand or the judo chop or whatever that came along with it is how that was expressed. Yeah. So you, I mean, you're absolutely right, man. Like, I, I just never really thought about, you know, that that uh, that conflict 
being used as a tool to say, well, you know, I care about you or look what you made me do. And I, I, I tell you something else, uh, uh, something that we can transition into is uh, like our parents going through that childhood trauma. Like I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man, like I've talked to so many people that came up that was touched, molested. That was this, this craziness happening to them. And, and now they're at that age now to where like, oh, well, it ain't, it ain't that bad. Or they only did it because, or, well, they felt this way because of this. And I mean, even no matter what time it was, it was bad. Let me tell you, being a black, black person in America and, and, and you know, the stuff that we have to go through, everyone, black in America has PTSD. <laughs> they all do. In some form or fashion, they got PTSD. Going back to, to what you just said about, hey, you know, you only got two options. You're going to do what I say or you're going to do what I say. Or right. you're going to get knocked out or you're going to get knocked out. Uh -huh. And that comes with, you know, our parents say it in a different different type of way. Going back to what I was talking about. Going back to what I was talking about with the uh, <clears throat> comfort is caring. Boy, I brought you in this world and I'll take you out. Oh, man. How I many times you heard parents tell their kids that or express or talk to their friends talking about my child is not going to disrespect me because I will take them out. Now, they hear that and they know their parents love them. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, their parents are telling them that I will take you out of this world if you hurt me that bad. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, man, that's, you know, that's, a, that's an excellent breakdown. I really don't even think I ever just really processed it like that. Like I don't, I don't think there's too many people that uh, that ever just looked at it that way or processed it that way. Like, but think, about, yeah, think, yeah, think about what we're telling our kids because you know what? Even though they may not react to it, they, in, in, you know, subconsciously they may even, you know, what I'm saying it's locking in. Mm. They're putting it in the box. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So when they're older. And they get in a certain situation similar, it's gonna click back. It's gonna say, okay, this is how I react to this. Hmm. This is what I need to say to my child, or how I need to react to, to my significant other in the same type of situation. Right. Huh. Wow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's deep emotional stuff. It's deep emotional stuff. It's deep emotional stuff that we got going on. And, and all these keywords, all these little chants we do. All these little, that's why, that's why music these days, they don't have to have lyrics, bro. Don't have to be talking about nothing. Right. They hear catchphrases, and they lock it in. Mm -hmm. So when they're feeling a certain type of way, they may be out and about having a good party, and they hear this chant, they hear this and that, it's going to get them, it's going to turn 100. Yeah. Now, uh, speaking of that, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, because uh, I want to transition into something, like, you know, couple days ago, a couple weeks ago, they had the whole thing with the Smiths, with Will and Jada and all of that good stuff. Now listen, that relationship part, um, that is, uh, that's $300 million people problems. They good. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, they're good. But it's something in that interview that, that caught my attention. It wasn't about whatever happened there because it's none of my business. Right. But what they said at the end was, we ride together, we die together, bad marriage for life. And that, that in itself kind of did something to me. Meaning like, huh, 
like wow like at what cost like at what cost are we staying in a bad marriage or are we staying in a bad relationship or are we going decades with what I like to call just unhappiness I mean we we've all came up we we all go through stuff right we all, we all like we all go through stuff but even at that level like why does it have to be a bad marriage like is it a bad marriage because this person feel like they better than or they going through this stage of well you just don't make me happy anymore you don't this you know that no I really feel like they was talking about like we are a brand regardless and it is what it is meaning this, that this, like, business is normal that's yeah, why I took that business is normal you know but how many people say okay you know what we like we married we gonna stick to we go like we gonna stick through it once these goddamn kids get out of the house I'm gonna go do me you go do you like I've seen it on both how sides did we, how did we get to that point yeah like it's, how, it's like, like how? going back to what I said it's everything is taught everything is learned mm. from generations look at the way your great-grandparents used to do things how many how many families you know where granddaddy and grandmama Granddaddy live on the north side. Granddaddy live on the south side. Right. You know. Shit. Grandma lives somewhere else. But they still married. Huh. Yeah. Okay. They've been married for umpteen years. Mm-hmm. But they separated all that time. Yeah. You know. And they look at it and, and they know granddaddy still love grandma because he dropped off money. Or gotcha. he, he coming by to cut the grass. Or he taking care of the cars. But they live in separate lives. See, all that is taught. They got it from their parents, and they teaching it to their kids, but teaching it to the generation that we have right now. Mm. Looking at that, okay, marriage is a concept. Whew. It ain't a feeling no more. Right. Huh. Yeah. It ain't a feeling no more. So that's it's a business point. transaction right now. That's, that's, that's basically what it boils down to. Keep your part of the bargain, party one, to party two. Mm. You know, that's why when you gotta get divorced, there's gotta be lawyers involved. Did I need a lawyer to get married? Nope. Nope. Unless you're doing some prenup stuff. Right. But you gotta think about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I should be able to get divorced just as quick as I got married. You're right. So but I don't know, but you mean when you look at that, the dynamics of that, you know, in our mind, just like the same, okay, okay I, I'll put it this way. General, you know, you know what we what we talk about from my grandparents, right? Grandparents, you get a job. You know, you go through school, you get a job. Mm. First chance you get, go you on your own, kicking you out the door. As parents, we tell our kids that all the time. All right, you good now? As soon as you take turn eighteen, boy, you out of here. But think about that. Support, support may need to go longer than that, depending on the child you're dealing with. You're right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You right. They yeah. may still need support after college. Okay. So so to get them on their feet. So let me ask you. So we kind of dealt with a couple of different things. You know, I'm trying to tie it all huh. in, but it's it goes into what I was saying about you know stuff being taught and learned when they're dealing with relationships. What regardless of what type of relationship it is. All right. Well, so let me ask you this, man. Uh, what is the timeline? Or are we talking like Lamont Sanford timeline? <laughs> or are we talking like? Uh, maybe 25, 26 time, time I don't know. That all depends on the child. Okay. That's all depends on the individual that you're dealing with. Yeah. That all depends on how hmm. much you enable 
that person. Okay. Okay, so let me ask you this. So you say timeline is why why does that ever have to be a time? You look at other races, the way they build their family wealth, right? Mm -hmm. They're mansions. Cousin such and so, brother with his family on the west end, the other family on the east end, everybody pitching in to support each other. Mm -hmm. The same way they did in the household is the same way they do in business. You go into certain communities, I, I give up the Vietnamese community. They build up plazas. They open up a fall restaurant. Somebody else has a cleaners on the other the corner of the plaza. You know, Auntie such and such. She has the convenience store, you know, and everybody's putting in and reaping the rewards of that. Got it. As a family group. Mm -hmm. You're right. So, you know, it's not always a good thing to say, okay, let's separate. Let's separate. Let's, you go out and do your own thing between two people that need to support each other. Right. If you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. you, you get some brothers and sisters that recognize that, hey, we need to support each other, so let's let's move in together so we both can grow. Right. We both can bring two, you know, these multiple things to the table. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you got to look at that as that aspect. Okay. Yeah, because that, that, like, that whole thing just kind of really just, I don't know, and, you know, and I know they say, oh, it was just a catchphrase, it was talking about the movie, but, man, that's, that's deep because... You have so many people out there, man, that just that's trying to find happiness, all like already got happiness, want it, and literally need it to where to to just just be on the same page. You're going back to the marriage piece. Yeah. Going back to the and, and let's flip it all the way back around. I know I went random. No, you fine. You know, the shoe went over this way. We yeah. were talking about converse, but we got into Adidas. But that's cool. Right. But this is this is what it's all about. You know, that's that's what the random shoe is about. Yeah, you're right. So, but we're going to go back to the marriage piece, right? So, I think it is, they recognize that they still need each other. Mm -hmm. But they still want to do what they want to do. And they're not, they weren't able to give those parts that they need to do to compromise to make their marriage work uh. under one roof. Okay. So they got to separate that roof. Still marriage to them on the two roofs. They're both being responsible for the kids, for what they're responsible for, for the kids. Mm. As a couple, they don't want that responsibility to each other. But at the same time, they still want that concept. Gotcha. Gotcha. You that, see what I'm saying? That's deep. That's deep. We, we, all, have, uh, we all have different uh, philosophies, uh, philosophies, my bad. Um, and it has, it has to do with, okay, what do you feel is best for the end game? Like the end game is a big deal, man. Like some people don't, don't even think about the end game. Mm -hmm. Like I would rather be in it with somebody who understands the end game, right? Than to not to it, you know, and to not be in that situation where they don't get the bigger picture. Like everybody won't live for now, but you know, and hey, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, I've I've spoke about this like. At this point, at our age right now, if we're not thinking about our next generation, man, we jacked up, man. We jacked up. I mean, we all got nice houses, nice cars, and, and all of that other good stuff. But, man, what do the average person do to make the next generation 
be ahead of the game. So okay, oh, I see where we're going. You, I mean, think about it. I see where we're going, bro. Think about it. Well, yeah, going back to think what about, I was talking about the the other races. How right. they how right. they how how they make sure they have genuine wins. Okay, we gonna talk about insurance, or we gonna we we gonna hit real estate because it's all combined. We don't invest in ourselves. Okay. You know, black community. You know what I'm saying. Don't invest in ourselves. Yeah, we got some positive people out there, and they and they promote black to black businesses. You know, but is it for the community or is it still pushing their profit? Okay. So is it still or is it just marketing for them? But what are they really doing on the, in the community? Now, for me, I would say don't knock the hustle. Man, that yeah, if they like, if if they're doing what they got to do to solidify what it is that they're trying to accomplish for their next generation. Okay, good on them. Now, I'm not going to knock you at all for pushing a brand. I'm not going to knock you at all for uh, doing what it is that you supposed to do as a man and as right, a woman right. in your family. Right. Right. Now, I can't help if you say, well, man, I ain't doing that. Oh, man, nah, man, I'm going I'm to take my money and I'm going to go buy some J's or I'm going to go do this, I'm going to do that. Nah, man. Go. Not same point. Like you know, so it, but it ain't all black people. Like it, like it's a lot of it's a lot of black folks out there that's doing it, man. That's like setting themselves up. They Set saving money. Up. They building, and I just feel like us as a race get such a bad stigmatism. It's just like a cloud that's over our heads. It's just kind of like, man, well, no, nah, that's not how I live. That's not how you live. Right. But if you put me in a lineup, the average person say, oh, well, maybe two or three of them is doing something, but. The people that we know and the people that we associate with, mm -hmm. they got their stuff together. Yeah. I mean, right. we got plenty of brothers and sisters that's then left the military, that's running their own businesses. They got nice homes, nice establishments, and they got savings. They got right. money. They got money that is actually growing and that's going to benefit somebody else in their lineage right. and in their bloodline. So that that's where the responsibility comes on us. If we conscious, if we quote woke, okay, you know what I'm saying. We conscious enough to know that hey, you know we all gonna die, we all gonna pass away, you know, you ain't gonna beat life. Nobody ever has. They're not gonna cheat life. They're not gonna beat life. So set your family up. Get some type of insurance policy. It don't have to be a lot, but we rather go, you know, buy some material stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, month to month. Or we rather have this. We rather have that. But not setting up some type of security for you know generations following us. Right. Okay, that's cool. Get in real estate. Most millionaires, regardless of race, they start in the real estate. You can that's the only thing. Well, I mean, what what other piece of property do you own that you know every year you potential to resell it for more than what you bought it for? Uh -huh. Guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. All you gotta do is hold it. Guaranteed, you're right. That's guaranteed. You're right. You're right. I mean, you know, and you can't do that with a business. Can't do can. that with Maybach. You can't. Or Lambo. You can't. It's it's gonna depreciate, man. Uh, but that that property value, and you know, like even even when you look at the subdivision that uh, that we live we live in, so you know the the neighborhood bought the golf course. So when we bought that golf course, right? When we bought that golf course, not only like even though the taxes went up a little bit, that. That ownership of that piece of, right. of property, along with ours, shot our property value up. 
Meaning that, like, it changed the game for a lot of people. So right. maybe you had, like, maybe you was up 100 in equity if you've been in there for a long, long time. So now you're up two. But now you're up two. Yeah. Now, now you're up two. Now that same property that you bought right. for, let's say, at the time back in the late 90s or 2000, you it's bought it triple. for, let's say you bought it for 200 flat. Now you sell it. Now you can sell this house for 425 and you only owe maybe 100 on it. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because exactly. you yeah. doubled up. You did. Right. You, right. you know. You did right by your money. So I mean, you know, it's it's absolutely imperative to understand that type of stuff. Now, for me and you, we want to be able to turn that stuff over, no matter yeah. what. My son is gonna have this. Right. My grandbaby one day could live right. in this, and you know, and just keep that thing going. Right. Or we can sell it and go buy something even bigger and better. You know, however you want to do it, but as long as it's there, set in place. So there being our responsibility. As again, someone that's conscious, that's awakened, and knows, is paying attention to what's going on in economics mm -hmm. in the world, you know, to pass that on, right? To teach that, you know, I can sit and complain about I got younger siblings that, you know, they may not be doing what I did, or may not be, you know, rational enough in the, within themselves, or responsible enough within themselves, mature enough within themselves to recognize that. They dig in a hole and standing in it. You wow. digging up you you digging a hole while you standing in it. You right. You right. You know? And you just steady going down, right? You steady going down. Hmm. Alright, so let me ask you this. And just out of curiosity, right? Uh you know how they say cash is king, right? What about credit, credit scores? What is like what do you think about that? Man, that's that's how economics work these days. Don't All nobody right. use cash. Okay. So don't nobody use cash. No, that's, I mean that's if 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 cash was king, if cash was really king, there would be no bitcoins. Okay. There would there would wouldn't be EFT. Right. You know we're not this 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 is not you know the fourteen hundreds thirteen hundreds where you know everybody got a bag of salt uh -huh. and, and, and making purchases and transactions. You know electronics is electronics. You know. Right. So. It's not necessarily cash is king. Credit and being able to make moves is even more important. All right. So do so. Do you feel now everything that we talked about today? It, it kind of ties in, like you know, just the aggression inside the household, PS, PTSDs, and you know, showing and you know, like conflict and you know, affecting. Uh, you know, maybe your husband, a mother, and a child. You make that transition, right? Now you're in adulthood, and now you're dealing with somebody that you married to. It ain't going well, but you got kids, and you want to stick in there. Then we switch to the generational wealth, you know, piece right. and building. And now we're talking about cash is king uh, versus credit. Like, I don't care what you say. Like, there's nothing cute about a 420 credit score. No, there's nothing cute about a 500. You know what There's I mean? Like, that. I mean, come on, man. Like, you know, you you got people out here that don't even think about that type of stuff, but it'd be the first one to say to you, "Oh, well, if he ain't doing this or if she can't do that, 